welcome to the Love Life Church podcast and thank you for checking us out. We love God, love people, and love life, and we hope this message encourages you and inspires you. Here's today's message. Fix your heart on Jesus. Fix your heart on His will and His plan and His purpose for your life. Let's go. Come on. We're on a series. A fixed heart. Is your heart fixed? Come on. What's your heart fixed on? Because a fixed heart, let me tell you, is an unoffendable heart. Y'all ready? Let's go. An unoffendable. We should be unoffendable people living unoffendable lives, right? We're not offended by anyone. An unoffendable. I love that word. Undefendable. Feels like I'm undefeated, you know? Unoffendable. That unoffendable heart. An unoffendable heart. Jesus said in Matthew, blessed is he who is not offended because of me. I'm not going to be offended because of the word. I'm not going to be offended by the words of Jesus because I have an unoffendable heart, right? We need to start saying, I am unoffendable. I am unoffendable, right? I am unoffendable. I have a daily confession that I started back in 2011, just, just a couple days ago, right? I will not be offended by anyone or anything today. I am difficult to offend. I will not be offended by anyone or anything. How many know things come after you too, right? You driving, just everything, just irritating you. Nope, I'm difficult to offend. I will not be offended by anyone or anything today. I will not be offended by any family member. I'm not going to be offended by the word. I'm not going to be offended by, come on. I'm not going to be offended by any coworker. I'm not going to be offended by my own thinking. I, will, I am unoffendable, unoffendable. I will not be offended today. I'm unoffendable. My heart cannot be offended. You know how empowering that is, right? We never want to become so easily offended. Easily offended by everything. Easily offended by every little side eye. You know, like, everybody's thinking about themselves so much, they're not even thinking about you. They're in their head so much about themselves that they don't even know how they're looking at you. That side eye that they're giving you is because what they're dwelling on in their own life. What they're meditating on, on their own thoughts. And there you are taking offense by that side eye. Taking offense by that little pink eye. Taking offense by that little eyelash in their eye. Guys, we're unoffendable, right? We don't want to become so easily offended by everything, easily offended by every little comment. You don't even know that person, and you are repeating that comment again and again and again and again. Some little troll, feeling bold and brave, say it to my face. Anyways, that's why you ain't going to find me on the socials. <laughs> you won't find me there. No thanks. Uh-uh, I ain't got time for that. Anyways. Or we get so easily offended by every little criticism, right? People criticize. Why? Because they have their own opinion. They have their own taste. They have their own whatever. They come from their own generation back in the day, some days ago, right? 
And there you are, overly offended, so easily offended. Instead of having understanding is that's the generation they came up in. Respect it, receive from it, move on. See what I'm saying? Right? We can't be so easily offended because you know what? We are being conditioned. We are being conditioned to be overly sensitive. Overly sensitive, overly sensitive, that too, about every little thing. We're conditioned to being overly stimulated. We need more and more. Swipe right, swipe left, swipe, 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 roll, whirl, swift, swift, whatever it is, scroll, scroll, whatever the word, right? We're overstimulated, overly informed. This is the most informed generation. They have so much information. We have so much information, yet know nothing. Generations past are like, what y'all doing? Guys, generations past, um, let me tell you, they had no YouTube. They had no internet. They'd be out there fixing tractors, fixing cars, had no idea what they were doing. But let me tell you, that truck ran. That lawnmower long, that long which kept on going, right? You know what I'm saying? And we're over here with so much information. We're looking at the YouTube, looking back at this thing. Looking at the YouTube, we're looking back at that tire flat. Um, AAA, when you coming? Because this YouTube video is downloading. Right? So much information. We're being conditioned to be overly sensitive, over, overly stimulated, overly informed, know-it-alls, entitled, so much entitlement. I know. You can't tell me nothing. No, you can't tell me nothing. That generation can't tell me nothing. You ain't nothing but of this. You ain't nothing but of that. You can't tell me nothing. Yet, somehow, we're being conditioned to be a victim of everything. Do you guys see it? We're being conditioned. This is what's being fed to us. We got to wake up and pay attention to what we're paying attention to. Or we're going to be conformed to this world. We're going to be molded and shaped, shaped, that too, by our generation, right? We got to wake up, pay attention, and we can't take up offense. We are taking up offense for other people, not even ourselves, right? Say something to me, I don't care. Say something about my sister, it's over for you. It's over. Say something about pastor, you're done. For me, who cares, whatever, right? We're offended for other people. We take up offense for others because we saw a 30-second video. We saw a 30-second short on YouTube. We saw this quick TikTok, and now we've taken up the offense of somebody else, right? Or because we saw some one-sided docu-series. Now we are offended by this documentary, which has all of the facts, right? Now we're offended by that because we are now experts on this case. You ain't a lawyer. You ain't a judge. And somehow you got time for that. Your life is a hot mess. Your, your finances are a hot mess. Your relationship is a hot mess. But yet you are caught up on all the docu-series and the tea, and you are now ready to clear the case. Anybody? Like, we got to wake up and see that this generation is conditioning us. They're conditioning us. They are conditioning us. So we got to wake up and pay attention to what we are paying attention to, or we will 
100%. Look at your neighbor say 100%. Slap them if they're tired. Wake up. 100%. We will be 100% just a product of our generation. <sighs> no, not me. Just that in me against the wheel, I don't want to be just a product of our generation, a product of my generation, a product of your generation, a product of generations past, right? But if we don't renew our minds, we will be 100% just a product of our generation, a product of our family history. We're going to be just a product of our culture. That's just how we do it in our culture. Okay? Are you going to be a product of that culture, a product of our era, a product of your era means that you are a product of its moral characteristics. Can you see that? Each era from the 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, product of the era is their characteristics, their moral characteristics. You, thought you, you think you thought of that all by yourself. You're just a product of the era, right? No, thank you, not us. we got to fight against this. Or we're just a product of our closest peers, just a product of our own limited thinking. We will just be 100% a product of these things if we don't renew our mind to the word of God. If we don't renew our mind to who God says we are if we don't level up our way of thinking, right? If, we, if we're not conformed into the image of Jesus Christ, because we are his image bearers. We should be walking, talking, acting just like Jesus. Jesus came to fulfill the will of the Father. Jesus came and he walked in authority that the Father gave him. Jesus came and he laid his life down. He showed us what a real, true leader looked like. A real, true leader lays their life down for the people. Until you start getting purpose where you're ready to lay your life down for the people, let's go then life is really worth living. Life is really worth living, being image bearers of Jesus. And let me tell you, this is 100% up to us. This is 100%. This is not up to me for you. This is 100% up to you for you. Who are you going to live for? Who are you going to be an image bearer of? Come on. After receiving Jesus as our Lord and Savior, we have to make a conscious decision to renew our minds. Okay, it's not just a magic prayer that we receive Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. No, we got to make the conscious decision. Why do you think this world wants to have you make unconscious decisions? Just keep scrolling, just keep scrolling, just keep scrolling, just keep swimming, just keep swimming. No, stop. Where are you going? Where are you headed? What's before you? Right? Come on. After receiving Jesus as Lord and Savior, we have to make the conscious decision to renew our minds to renew our way of thinking. And this does not just happen by accident. Yeah, my, my mind is simply renewed. No, that's not how it works. You have to renew your mind, right? We have to be renewed in our knowledge of God day by day. This is day by day. This is a journey, okay? This is a journey. I want to encourage you that the journey is long. And enjoy the journey. Enjoy the journey. Enjoy the adventure of discovering who you are in Christ, who God is, 
what you are to him, fixing our hearts on Jesus. It's a daily decision. I'm going to fix my heart on Jesus. I'm going to fix my attention on Jesus. What does that mean? It means I'm going to look to Jesus in the Bible, see how he navigated through this thing, and I'm going to walk just like him, be his image bearer, right? Seeking first the kingdom of God and his way of doing things, putting on the new creation. You are a new creation. You need to put on that new creation. You need to dress yourself in love, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, self-control. You put these things on, right? As we renew our mind into the image of God, the image of God. Paul said in Colossians 3.10, put on the new spiritual self. Who is supposed to do this? I, you, me, us. We need to put on. And we're over here walking around like, Jesus, come on, put it on. Jesus, Jesus. No, you put on. Put on. Put on the new spiritual self who is being continually renewed in true knowledge, in the image of him who created the new self. So we need to put on our new creation. We need to put on our new identity in Christ Jesus. We need to put on our new spiritual self. These are the things that we put on. How do we put these things on? By renewing our mind, by renewing our mind. There's my way of doing things. There's God's way of doing things. I want to surrender my way of doing things, surrender my will, and be transformed into the image of the Son, be transformed into God's will and God's plan. God's plan. Everybody wants God's plan. Do the renewal. Be transformed, right? Paul said in Ephesians 4.23, and be continually renewed in the spirit of your mind, having a fresh, untarnished mental and spiritual attitude, and you put on the new self, the regenerated and renewed nature created in the image of God. God like, we put this on, we put on our new creation, we put on our new self. Created in the image of God, God-like in the righteousness and holiness of truth. Do you know that you are set apart? God has set you apart for this time and this hour to accomplish his will. You are set apart. Renew your mind. This is our part is to renew our mind to the truth. Living in a way that expresses to God your gratitude for your salvation. Thank you, Father, for your promises. Thank you, Father, that you are faithful. He is faithful who promised. God is faithful. When something that's not going through or going our way, God is faithful. It's us that we need to align our thinking to his word, right? Put on, put on, put on. Renew, renew, renew our mind. Come on, guard, guard, guard your heart. Guard your heart, put on the new, renew your mind, and guard your heart. And it's up to us to wake up and pay attention to what we are paying attention to. Pay attention. What are we paying attention to? Jesus said in Mark 4.23, If anyone has ears to hear, let him hear and heed my words. Jesus is always like, are you listening? Listen up. Jesus is like, pay attention. Are you guys listening? Have ears to hear. 
How many know you guys can hear? You can be in the same car and your mom tells you something. You can be in the same car and your spouse tells you something. You can be in the same car and your kids tell you something. You could be in the same car and your siblings tell you something and you heard nothing. Anybody been there? You did not hear a word they said. That's what happens when we come here to hear the word. The word is going out, the seeds are going out, and you heard nothing. <laughs> Jesus is saying, listen up, pay attention. Do you have ears to hear? Do you have ears to hear? Let him hear. Can I get a witness? Come on, for those in the back, woo, can I get an amen? Let's go. Let him hear. Then he said to them, pay attention to what you hear. Pay attention to what you hear. By your own standard of measurement, that is to the extent that you study spiritual truths and apply godly wisdom, it will be measured to you. And you will be given even greater ability to respond. And more will be given to you. For whoever has a teachable heart. Everybody say teachable heart. A humble heart. A hungry heart. To whoever has a teachable heart, to him more understanding will be given. And whoever does not have a yearning for truth, even what little he has will be taken away from him. If you are not hungry for the word, you are not gaining understanding. You are being a religious person and you are wasting your time and you are wondering why God is not moving in your life. Hunger. Get a teachable heart. God, I am hungry for your word. God, I am here. I will not be offended by the word. I'm here to receive the word, to make a change, right? To, to repent means to change directions. How many of you know that for the rest of our lives, we're going to need to change directions, change directions, change directions. And when we have God's word as our guide, come on, let's go. You put, those, you put those little strips, you know, those little lines on the freeway, let's go, right? You take those lines off, all of a sudden people swerving around, like, bro, get in your lane. I don't care if this in sign says no lanes, no lanes, no lanes. Still, it doesn't mean the whole lane is yours. Move over. All of a sudden people don't know how to drive. Man, people just don't even know how to drive. That's for another service. Learning patience over here. That is a side eye. And then if I see that they're older, I'm like, oh, Lord Jesus, bless them. <laughs> I'm like, girl, that's going to be you one day. Now nah, I'll still be like, Aah! roll it up. Just kidding. Jokes. Come on. Your heart. The condition of your heart is your responsibility, right? And it's all about the heart. It's all about the heart. We got to check our heart. We got to guard our heart. We have to cultivate and maintain a teachable heart, a teachable heart, a hungry heart, right? Your life is the fruit of your heart. If you want to know where your heart is, check your treasure. <laughs> check your bank account. I don't know why I think that's funny. Because most of our heart is in McDonald's and Taco Bell and food and Costco and Target. 
Check your bank statement. You want to know where your heart is? Check your screen time. You want to know where your heart is? It's the place you most want to be. Jesus said in Matthew 6, 21, for where your treasure is, there your heart, your wishes, your desires, that on which your life centers around will be. Where's your heart? Check your treasure because it's all about the heart. And we need to guard our heart above all else by taking inventory of our life and asking ourselves. We got to ask ourselves. We got to ask ourselves these questions, right? Asking ourselves, who and what is the greatest influence in our everyday life? Who and what is the greatest influence? Take inventory of your screen time. Take inventory of your desires. Take inventory of your bank statements, right? Who and what are we a reflection of in our everyday life? What is your life a reflection of? Who and what is our identity founded on in our everyday life? You better have a strong identity. Come on, in this generation, in this era, in this time, you need to know who you are is it, is the reflection of our identity, of, is the reflection of our life, is the reflection of our greatest influence, is it our generation? Is it our family history, right? Is it our culture? Is it this era? Is it social media? Is it those closest to us? Is it our own limited thinking or is it the word? Is it the word, the word, the word? Right? We got to wake up, fam, because our greatest influence should be the word of God. Our greatest fluence, influence every day of our life, every day of our life, we should be acknowledging God. We should be acknowledging his word. We should be acknowledging his way. And not legalistically, but in, in, a, in an overflow of excitement, with desire, with passion, with hunger, with hunger to talk to him when you wake up because he missed you while you were sleeping. Wake up. Man, when, when the little kids are just so little and you want them to wake up because they're so cute, you miss them. Just like, wake up, you don't want to beat you. They're so adorable. And then when they're really little and they wake up and then they stretch for like, ah, like, oh. Think about how much God loves you. And he is so excited for you to wake up and, and take charge of the day and have victory in the day. Come on. Wake up passionate about seeking him first, knowing that he's been waiting for you. Come up, Lord. What's up? Ah. Let me turn my five fans off. Hi. Hold on. Let me get my glasses. So I can see the Bible, <laughs> right? Come on. Our greatest influence should be the word of God. Our everyday life should be a reflection of the word of God. In our relationships, we should be reflecting the word of God. And as, as parents, we should be a reflection of God and his love and his grace and his wisdom and his mercy. And with our coworkers, everywhere that we go, we should be reflecting the light and the love of God and the wisdom of God. God and that authority that God gave us, right? Our identity should be founded on the word of God. 
our identity, who we are, created in the image of God, God-like. We are new creations. Everything about us is founded on the rock Jesus. We will not be shaken because we are founded on the word of God. Your identity cannot be in a career. Your identity cannot be in a relationship. Your identity cannot be in what family you came from. Your identity cannot be because you cute. Your identity, because let me tell you, that will go. Beauty's fleeting, hearing, gone. All your identity cannot be in whatever. Your this, that. Those things are all temporal, and those things fluctuate, and those things change. Your identity has to be founded on the word of God, right? We have to be founded on the word. And we only have these two choices. You only have these two choices. To conform to this world are to be transformed into the image of the Son, Jesus Christ. You're either or. That's what it is. You're conformed to this world or you're transformed into the image of the Son. You are transformed into your new creation. You are transformed into who God called you to be. Who you are, your identity has nothing to do with what you do and how valuable you are to whatever and whoever. Who you are has everything to do with your spirit. You know that you are a spirit? You're just living in this body. This ain't even really me. It's got cute clothes on, but this ain't me. Me is on the inside. The real true me. Hello, my name is, my name is Sasha the Spirit. You can't keep her down. She's great. <laughs> Be great. I love that. Oh, my gosh. That was so inspiring to me. Pastor Dan's message on Sunday. Be great today. Be great today. Let me tell you, I got some goals. I got some vision. I'm like right here by not to be like, what's next? What's next? What ne what's next? And sometimes my goals get big. And I was like, Sasha, be great today. Be great today. Stay focused on this goal today. You got this. God has equipped you. He has anointed you for this. Be great today. And y'all think it's something big. It was something little. It was something little, but it's something I needed to conquer. I can't conquer things on my own. It's, it's by the empowerment of the Holy Spirit, by the empowerment of the word of God. Sasha, be great today. Your eyes focused. Be great today, fam. Come on, be great today by renewing our mind to our new identity in Christ, renewing our mind to our new creation self. Paul said in Romans 12 too, and do not be conformed to this world any longer because we will be molded and shaped by it. Do not be conformed to this world any longer with its superficial values and customs, but be transformed and progressively changed as you mature spiritually by the renewing of your mind, focusing on godly values and ethical attitudes. Focus, 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 focus on God, focus on him, focus on his word. Not just because everybody's doing it. It doesn't matter what everybody's doing. It matters what you're doing. It doesn't matter about everybody's choices. It matters about your choices. Does this make sense? 
We got, we got everybody's level of immaturity getting lower and lower and lower. The standards for women is getting lower and lower and lower. We, people be posting less and less and less clothes. Put your clothes on, fam. Everybody put your clothes on. You're beautiful. You're valuable. You're worthy. Put some clothes on. You put on less and less and less. You like me, like me, like me. You got your two likes. You done sold yourself for two likes? Let me reel it in. It's just a reflection of what's going on on the inside. Looking for validation, looking for love in all of the wrong places. And guys are out there doing the same, right? Because we're being conformed, molded, and shaped by this world. And it's low level. It's low values to level up. Thank God the word never changes. That's what we need to be focusing on, being transformed and progressively changed as we mature spiritually by the renewing of our mind, focusing on godly values, focusing on ethical attitudes so that you may prove for yourself, not for your spouse, not for your pastor. You're going to prove for yourself what the will of God is, that which is good and acceptable and perfect in his plan and his purpose for your life. Life is worth living. There's so much meaning to life. If we truly desire to become all that God has called us to be, if we truly desire to fulfill God's will and God's plan and purpose for our lives, we have to fix our ears and we have to have ears to hear. We have to have a fixed heart on him we have to renew our mind to the word of God, and we have to transform our way of thinking. Transform our way of thinking. And let me tell you, you want to know what that takes? Work, 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 work. To transform the way you think, if you think a way, you just think this way. And you need to transform to God's way. And that part takes work. That part has nothing to do with your salvation. You have received Jesus. You are going to heaven. But if you are going to live heaven on earth, you got to transform your mind to kingdom thinking. you got to transform your mind to kingdom thinking. Right? If you want change, then you got to change the way you think. Right? And you got to put in the work to change the way you think. Because change is not hard. Change is not difficult. Change does not play favorites. Oh, yeah, they just get all the change because they're special. Nope, change don't play no favorites. Change is just a decision. A decision has to be made. A line has to be drawn in the sand. Here it is. Change, let's go, right? Change is just a decision, and change is a mindset. Change starts in here. What are you focusing on? What are you focusing on? Instead of focusing on all the goals I have, I just said, just be great today. Just be great today. Imagine we, start, we, we make all these health goals, and I'm going to lose 50 pounds. Just lose one. Just lose one. Come on. You know, be great today. Be great today. Focus on right now. What are we focusing on and what is our heart fixed on? Because that is what you're going to be producing in your life. 
right? That's what we're going to be producing in our life. Your life is the fruit of your heart. So check your heart and do not be offended by the word. Just receive it. Hear, accept, and do. Come on, hear, accept, and do. Jesus said in Mark 4.20, And the seed went, and the seed that fell on good soil represents those who hear and accept God's word and produce a harvest of 30, 60, and even 100 times as much as has been planted 30, 60, and 100, let's go. If we're going to produce change, it starts with our hearts. It starts with allowing the word to get in and penetrate our heart, to get in our hearts, right? Fixing our hearts on Jesus, not allowing our hearts to be so focused on the goal, so focused on the world, so focused on money, so focused on stress. No, fix your heart on Jesus Fixing our hearts on our relationship with Jesus. If I do anything, I want to inspire you to have a passionate relationship with Jesus for yourself. To meet Jesus. These, you know, Jesus is saying in the Bible, and we prophesied about you, and we did this. And he's like, I never knew you. They didn't meet Jesus. All they met was religion. Don't meet religion. Meet Jesus. Meet Jesus, invite him into your relationships, invite him into your pain, invite him into your victory, invite him into all of you. Meet Jesus, the person. Meet Jesus, grace. Meet Jesus, love. If I give you anything, meet Jesus, guys. Meet Jesus. Jesus is all you need. You're looking to the world. You're looking for validation. You're looking for money. You're looking for love. Meet Jesus. It's all you need. It's all you need. He's all that you need. He's more than enough. He meets you right where you are, but he will not leave you there. Meet Jesus. Fix your heart. Fix your heart on your relationship with Jesus. Fix your heart on the revelation of who you are to him. Talk to him. Jesus, I need a revelation. That means I need understanding of who I am to you. Get up, fix your heart on your relationship to his kingdom. You're a kingdom kid. You got kingdom privileges. Learn them. Learn them. Fix your heart on his way of doing things. Fix your heart on his word and not your feelings. Because feelings change, his word stays the same forever, right? A fixed heart is an unoffendable heart. I have an unoffendable heart, and we're not going to be offended by the word. We will not be offended by the word if. Look at your neighbor say if. We will not be offended by the word if we choose to not be offended by the word. What a revelation. We will not be offended by the word if we choose to hear, accept, and do. Put it into application. We will not be offended by the word if we choose to take responsibility for the condition of our heart. We're not going to be a victim of what's happened to us. We're not going to be a victim of what we've heard through the gossip. We're not going to be a victim of all the trash that's been done to us. We're going to be victorious in Christ Jesus. We're going to renew our mind to who we are. Choose to be good ground today and every day. Every day, choose to be good ground. Choose to be great today and every day. This is a choice. 
This is a choice. There are people who are victims, but you cannot tell them that they are a victim. They will never have a victim mentality. They will not back down. There's people, me, you cannot convince me that I'm sick. Paperwork, go for it. I don't care. I won't believe it. And so you guys don't either. She's not sick. No, I'm not. I am healed. That's who I am, right? Choose to be great. Choose to never be a victim today and every day, no matter what happens, no matter what comes your way, no matter what. I choose Jesus. I choose truth and I choose freedom. Come on, it's so empowering to know that the choice is up to us. The choice is up to us. Jesus said in Mark 4, 14, Jesus said, the sower sows the word. The word is going out. Come on, y'all receiving something tonight? Is the word of God penetrating your heart? Let's go. The sower sows the word. And these are the ones by the wayside where the word was sown. Here it goes out. When they hear, Satan comes immediately. Y'all think the devil ain't up in here? Up in here. Trying to steal your word. Come on. Immediately. Comes immediately and takes away what was sown in their hearts. The word is going out. Man, it's penetrating your heart. Like, oh, that's for me. And there you get distracted. What are we having after here? Man, I am so hungry. Is that my stomach? And more word is going out, but you can't hear it. Right? The care. Some of the things going on. Satan, there it is. It's gone. Be gone. These, okay, these likewise are the ones sown on stony ground. Where are we? Come on. Okay, here we go. When they hear the word, immediately receive it with gladness. Woohoo! Amen! Can I get a what, what? Right? Yet they have no roots in them, so they endure only for a time. Afterward, when tribulation or persecution, everybody say persecution, right, arises for the word's sake, for the word's sake, immediately they are offended and stumble. Oh, the word is too hard, too much regulations. You know, it didn't work. Offended and they stumble. And these are the ones sown among the thorns. They are the ones who hear the word and the cares of this world and the deceitfulness of riches, more money, more career, more followers, more fame, and the desires for other things enter in and choke the word, and it becomes unfruitful. But these, okay, here's a good but, but these, ready? But us, Love Life Church, come on, but us, fam, here we go, we the good ground. But these are the ones sown on good ground, those who hear the word, accept the word, and bear fruit, some 30-fold, some 60, and some 100. Right here, this is the key to change. Right here, this is the key to fruit or no fruit, right? This is the key to 30, 60, and 100-fold. Ready for it? Check your heart attitude towards the word. Your heart attitude towards the word. You are having a great day. All of a sudden, you walk in, you sit down, you're like, mm-hmm. check your heart. The enemy doesn't want you to hear the word. Your flesh doesn't want to hear the word, right? Check your, this is the key to change. Check your heart towards the word. Which of these do you want your heart to be? A heart by the wayside 
a heart with stony ground, a heart with thorns, or a heart after God, prepared to hear the word, to receive the word, to accept the word, and to bear much fruit. Because a fixed heart is a fruitful heart. A fixed heart is an established heart. It's a confident heart. It's an unwavering heart, right? It's a faithful heart. It's a committed heart. It's a devoted heart after God. A heart that will never be moved, a heart that cannot be moved, and a heart that is always prepared to hear the word, accept the word, and bear much fruit. It's time to level up, fam. We got to level up and be unoffendable. You ready to be unoffendable? Come on, be unoffendable. Be great, be relentless, and be made new by the renewing of your mind to the word of God. God's got great plans. He's got so much in store for us. We just need to renew our mind to his way of doing things. Come on, we kingdom kids. We need to renew our mind to his kingdom. Amen? Amen, amen, with a fixed heart. I love you guys. You guys receive something tonight? Let's go. 30, 60, 100 fold. That's what I'm believing for. In Jesus' name, amen. Love you guys. Thanks again for listening. To hear more encouraging messages just like this one, make sure to subscribe and check out our podcast channel for past episodes. If you loved what you received, please consider rating it and sharing it with your friends and family. For more information about Love Life and getting connected with us, go to lovelife.church. We love you and are believing God's best for you.